I on the Illini here in May, the year 2021. And uh, you know what? We're starting to get outside now, out and about. But the best news about uh, everything going on right now with Illini sports is that we've got, um, you know, it's time now to start getting some of these young players on campus and to try to begin uh, to look at those future classes 2022 and beyond. Uh, I'm Illini guy, Larry Smith, Illini guy, Mike Hadley is here, and our director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com, none other than the great Kedrick Prince is here with us tonight. Kedrick, how you doing? Not bad. Thanks for having me, guys. I love that introduction. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring you out. You know, I gotta bring you out. You know, you know that. So, uh, listen, my man, let's talk. Um, you know, so many times we we don't talk football. We wind up talking basketball, and then we leave football at the end for a few minutes. I want to start with football because we're about to get into um, Brett Bielema is is through now with spring football and beginning to. My goodness, he he's had a lot of uh, guys already commit uh, coming up, um, but. Give us a quick uh, feel right now in terms of where he is with recruits coming in and guys he's looking to sign some holes he wants to fill right away before he gets into the deeper in the summer. Well, I'll tell you this. The one unique thing about him um, that everybody's talking about is, is his ability to hold true to what he's saying. I think he's able to recruit a lot easier because of his name and because of the success that he's had. Um when he was at Wisconsin and obviously at Arkansas. Um, but I'll tell you, Larry, one of the best things about him right now is that he is really trying to keep a hold of the state of Illinois. He's trying to keep all these kids in the state. I know in June, um, the rumor is they're looking at to have probably over 50 kids on campus to visit. I mean, he has really caught the eye of the high school football coaches. Um, I know there's a couple of college coaches that are, I don't want to say they're nervous, but they're kind of looking what Illinois is doing. Because these kids were, I mean, before any coach could come in the state and take any kid that they want, you know, and so I think that's going to be a little bit different right now. Um, but just to give you a couple of names that they're looking at, a kid named Sebastian Cheeks, you know, he's from Evanston, Illinois, you know, he's an outside linebacker, he's a four-star recruit. This kid really, really didn't pay a lot of attention to Illinois before. He's looking at Illinois now in a, in a different light. Um, there's another running back. His name is uh, Dallin Hayden. Um, he's a 5'11 kid from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, there's a kid, well, you know, they have these athletes, kind of like what Isaiah Williams was. He's another four-star recruit out of Louisville, Kentucky. So they're not only just cornering the state of Illinois, but they're also trying to go nationally. And if you look at his coaching staff, he's put together a staff that knows the, the country. There are certain coaches that are part of certain parts of the they can go out and recruit where they're really, really good at. So he's done a good job with that. The key is going to be to get these kids on campus and to see that new practice facility, to see the new enthusiasm that the program has. And one last thing, the recruits are selling it themselves. That's probably one of the best things you can have is to have recruits that are calling other recruits from not only the state of Illinois, but all across the country, asking them to join. You know, there seems to be in uh, Illini, Mike, we've talked about this before. It seems to be that there's a there's a buzz around this program that we haven't had in a while. And there's always, you know, excitement when you hire a new coach. Um, we've seen that over the years, no matter who it was. Um, but wouldn't you agree there's something just different right now with uh, Brett Bielema heading up the football program? Yeah, I think it seems like this is the best overall staff that we've probably had since you can arm wrestle, you know, do you go Mike White or 
John Makovic. It, it, it's really the best staff since then. Um, uh, Coach Bielema has done a wonderful job of putting them together, and you have to give uh, Josh Whitman credit for putting together the dollars to hire them. And I think the other thing is, is we've really got a good all-around coach, which we haven't had since John Makovic walked out the door. And so this is the – if you're a real football fan, um, this is an easy staff to get excited about. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Kedrick, when you, you followed recruiting for a long time, you're always talking to the kids and their parents. Um, you mentioned in terms of some of the coaches are getting nervous. And, and you're right, they probably should be because it's not going to be easy picking the way it's been for the past a couple of decades. Um, are you hearing the same kinds of things from, from parents and, and some of the coaches and the, the community leaders about what Bielema and his assistants are trying to accomplish within the state of Illinois? What's really good, you know, is that you got to talk about coaches. They actually have a college football staff put together. And that is huge. I mean, it is a very, I mean, and Bielema's record at Wisconsin speaks for itself. But to answer your question, it is very, very unique. Uh, there's been so many coaches all across the state will tell you, it didn't matter if it was Ron Turner, um, Lovey Smith, they all talked about, we're going to take care of the state of Illinois. We want to put a board around the state. Here's what's different about Bielema is that, and I don't, you know, and this is going to be kind of fascinating for, you know, for the fans to know this. He meets with his staff, and they have to prove to him the messages, conversations that they've had with these kids throughout the state. So this isn't just a smokescreen. They're going to have these conversations, whether it be from Chicago to Edwardsville to Rock Island to Peoria or Decatur, Champaign. They have to reach out to all these students. Now, what's, you, what's also good about it is that you mentioned about the parents. It's very, very good because some of these parents want to see their kids play. A lot of these parents are Illinois fans, but they just say, hey, you know what? They're not interested in my son. We're going to go somewhere else. Now that's different. Now that, you know, there's these kids that – some of these kids have already committed. Um, and now they're looking at Illinois, and then some of them I heard were probably going to decommit because of it. So he – you know, Josh Whitman did a good thing by hiring him because he is a football guy. Lovey Smith was a football guy. He was right hired at the right time. But what's scaring other – is that they actually have a college coach who's going to do everything he can to keep these kids home. That's a great point. Uh, I want to ask you one more question before uh, I let you go. I want to do want to get into some basketball. We've got a lot of new names we've added to the board on IlliniGuys.com. Uh, thanks for everyone, by the way, who has come by. And if you, you haven't had a chance, IlliniGuys.com, free seven-day trial for anyone coming in and try and see what we're all about. Um, message boards are active. We've got over 300 pieces of content for you to browse through about Illini sports. Here's my one question I want to ask you. I've asked other people this. I'm going to put you on the spot, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you the question and I'm going to ramble about 15 seconds, give you a chance to go up with your answer, okay? What? Why can't Illinois be a consistent winner? We've written before that it's been 30 years, 30, three decades. I was in college, three decades, well, almost three decades since Illinois has had back-to-back eight-win seasons. What is it about Illinois that Illinois football that, that they can't win consistently? And then to on top of that, what is it about Bielema that you feel can change that? Great question. Here's my thing. I think the athletic director sometimes I think they pull the plug too quick. 
One guy that I like, and a lot of people probably don't like, I thought they pulled the plug too quick on Ron Zook. Ron Zook was a very, very good recruiter. People could question his coaching, but we all know, you know, you have to have recruits. And Ron, I thought Zook was good at that. The thing that Illinois struggles with is that they'll get a couple classes and they can't sustain them. And then the, the fans start booing and people don't want to go to the games. So then the athletic directors um, pull the plug. And it's a bad look because I can tell you right now, a lot of coaches will use that against you. They'll say, why go to Illinois? You're going to, you might win one year, two years, and, and then they're going to fire their coach. And truthfully, that's what's happened. So now I think you got a guy who is proven. He is from the state of Illinois. He has been here. And it is different. I can, I'm not just saying it because I've not seen him coach a game. You can just see it. Beatham is aggressive. And he is doing everything in his power. He wants to win games. Not that Lovey Smith didn't. And I think people are going to see a different demeanor on the sideline. But they need to keep a guy. If they lose next year and the year after next, you can't keep pulling the plug. But the key to it is getting those recruits. That is going to be, that's the livelihood of any college football, basketball, actually any athletic program. You have to have recruits. Yeah, and to your point, you have a, a and Mike and I talked about this before. You you've got to have that consistency there, and you're right. We have not had that um, for a long time. I will say this before I move on about Brett Bielema. The other piece of this, I think, comes down to family. Um, I would have to go through and look, but my guess is he's the first Illinois football coach in a very long time with kids who are in grade school or younger. He's building a house here. He's already had success elsewhere. I get the feeling that he'd like to be here. Um, for the next 10, 15 years. And so maybe we had that continuity uh, there with, with the Bielema. Yeah, that was one of the knocks on uh, Coach Smith. He, he was never in town. He was not here like during COVID. He was, I think he was in Texas or in Florida somewhere. And that is a bad look. And we can, you know, there's times where I've tried to sugarcoat it. But you're right. Bielema, he's actually from the Quad Cities, you know, from where I live at, born from the same hospital. So, <laughs> you know, it's unique because he wants to be here and you're right he's trying to raise a family and his aggressiveness not just with you know the recruits but his staff I mean you talk to some of the staff members I've been lucky enough to talk to some of them and you know Corey Patterson is a guy that's been retained it's a different injury level right now yeah and you can feel it. there's no question about that uh, we're here talking with uh director of recruiting Kedrick Prince uh, that's that's a quick on football. We'll talk a lot more in podcasts coming up, but I want to get to basketball because obviously there's, uh, you know, still some shifting uh, along with the assistant coaches, still working that out. Hopefully it's taken care of very quickly. Um, but boy, we're in a unique situation where you've got some holdover recruits that you are still trying to, to bring in and make sure they're connected with Chester Frazier um, and, uh, and, and whoever else would come in to follow him. But as you have talked about, Chester also has other guys that he's talked to he's bringing into the fold. And so, you know, we've got, you know, I mean, I know you know a lot more than this. I know of a couple dozen kids from 2022, but I'm sure that you could tell us there's a lot more than that. Yes. You know, what's unique was that Illinois was in on kids from the previous staff. They were, you know, they had expanded their recruiting because of the success that they've had in the last couple of years. But what's, what's good about bringing in a guy like Chester Frazier or a new coach is that they made contacts before. And so that relationship is there. Um, we hear so many times recruits talk about relationships and why that's important. And this is the first time in years, and I've, taught, I've interviewed a lot of coaches that's been on the Illinois staff, 
and and I'm not just saying this because it's the right thing to say. I've never had a group of kids in the last two weeks talk to me about uh, the relationship that they have with a guy who's 35 years old. I mean, these guys that I've talked to, they really relish him. I talked to a parent um, from North Carolina that said to me, this kid is sharp to be 35 years old. Illinois basketball is in good hands because they, he doesn't I – mean, if you guys go to our website and read some of our stories and some of the quotes – Every kid I've talked to in the last couple of weeks, they all tell you, it's him. He doesn't just talk basketball to me. Chester grew up in a tough neighborhood. He fought his way through everything. So he's kind of seen everything and he's given these kids life lessons. You know, he talked to us in a press conference about, about a week ago. He's one class away from having a master's degree. When he talks to these kids, he doesn't talk to them about getting a bachelor's. He's talking to them about getting a degree, setting up their families, where they want to live. And that's unique. Because we all hear the basketball part of it, Larry, and that's fun. And that's what separates Chester, I think, from a lot of other uh, coaches because he is talking about that. And, and it's easier to sell because he's been at Illinois. So I like that about the guy. He's working his tail off. I think people are probably underestimating what he's having to do to go back to recruit kids that were, Illinois was recruiting, but also bring in a new group of guys. Yeah. Um, I want to get to Atlanta guy Mike's thoughts about this here in a moment, but I want to ask you kind of my next question. Um, who are some kids right now that Illinois fans should be, should be watching that, um, you know, in their conversations to you or your Intel talking to, to coaches and um, all the different sources you have um, have got the Illini pretty high on their radar. He's a 6'9", uh, Kevin Corn. he's a 6'9", 6'10 kid. Um, he's out of Plano, Texas. Uh, at one point in time, everybody thought he was a lock to go to Texas Tech, and Virginia Tech was high on his list. Now, I mean, the Chester's at Illinois, he's talked about the fact of him liking being in the Big Ten. He likes the fact that Chester is involved with him. Um, he's a guy that I really, really like that I think could do some things in Illinois if they can, if they can pull it off. Uh, another is a kid named Maddie Tuori. He was a, a kid that that the other staff was recruiting, uh, Coach uh, Orlando Antigua and Chin Coleman. Um, but now he's had conversations with Chester, and you know, and people are thinking, hey, this kid was definitely going to be a lock for Maryland. And now, if you look at all the crystal balls and all the other readings, Illinois kind of leads for him, which is a nice, nice thing to have. Now, I'll tell you another kid that like I really, really like that's kind of blowing up right now. Yeah, why why you're I'll leave it Eric for one second. Why you're before you get to, before you get to that on, on Traore, that's somebody that um you know with the with the former staff felt like he was a, a pretty good lean. Do you feel like uh, and I think you told me before Chester was recruiting him previously at Virginia Tech. Um do you feel right now that he's still Illinois hasn't lost any ground with him uh, because Chester is already in on him. No, and, and that's what I was saying earlier, you know, which is kind of nice because they still know him and they're at different schools. And I'll tell you, you know, Chester has been really, really, you know, careful about how he sells the Big Ten versus, you know, the Big 12 or, you know, or ACC. But the Big Ten is a unique conference and people talk about the Big Ten 
and the ACC being the top conferences. So now that he's back at Illinois, it's an easier sell for him to say, hey, you know what? You're going to be on TV every night. You know, no matter what part of the country you're going to be on, every game is going to be on, you know, because of the Big Ten Network. So he's told me that the kids are buying into that. And with Maddie, it's really, really unique because his game fits right under Wood's system. And so the previous staff talked to him about that. Now Chester is able to come in and say, hey, you look at this video footage, this is where we see you playing at. Because what they've done, they have a good, um, I don't want to say media relations department, but they show kids where they fit in with the system, how they will be, you know, to replace uh, a Kofi Coburn or if they're going to replace a, a Jacob Grannis. And this is where you'll be. And most guys like him with Maddie, because he's tall, he's 6'11", they don't want to just be stuck in the post like Kobe. And in the Underwood system, you're going to have an opportunity, which if you remember Georgie, who struggled with it at first, you're going to have an opportunity to play on the perimeter. So that's going to be really, really nice. But I like him. I think I would never say it's a guarantee, but I definitely think Illinois leads with him. That'd be great. And and for those who don't know, Matty Triori is a class of 2022 who indications this spring are that he plans to graduate in December and be on campus here at the end of the year. So um, right now, Illinois has 11 scholarships spoken for. There are two open. They'll leave one open for Kofi Colburn, and uh, they do want to leave one open then for um, Traore. Mike, I know that you've uh, watched Traore, and you you love his game. I think the big thing for him is he's got to get into the weight room and uh, with Fletch and, uh, and beef up his uh, upper body. <laughs> yeah, I think the offense we run coupled with Fletch would be a good enough reason for a guy of his physical skills to want to come here. And I'm going to really harp on what uh, Ked says. I, I was talking to a uh, AAU coach down here in Dallas uh, last weekend. And one of the things he was talking to me about was he goes, you know, um, does the, uh, he goes, the Illinois women's program needs people. He happens to coach uh, a, a, a woman's team down here. And he said, he goes, I've got girls who could play at Illinois. And my first question was rather naively was, would well, you think they'd want to go to Illinois? And he's like, Illinois is a Big Ten school. Illinois has a Big Ten contract and the Big Ten network across the country. Mom and dad can see them play wherever they live. And their education is going to be as good as anywhere in the country. So I, I had a, 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 a I got I got corrected by a gentleman from Duncanville, Texas, about why <laughs> kids would want to come up and play at Illinois. So, um, and he's got, and I've, I've seen his team play, and he's got a couple gals that are just dynamic. Um, and ultimately, you know, as he talked about that, he said the biggest thing that you have when you're recruiting across the country is that first player, how well is their experience and how do they feel they were treated? And he goes, because once people go, oh, you know what? Uh, a Dallas kid played really well, got a, had a great you know, career at Illinois. You'll get more. And I think that's one of the biggest frustrations I had with Coach you know, Weber was, you know, you had the unbelievable uh, Darren Williams year. How did we not get a little bit of a foothold in Dallas? You know, that, that Darren's, you know, hometown of the colony is, I don't know, 25 minutes from my house, max. Um, 
but you know, it's not like people think Illinois, but once you get a guy up there, football or basketball, and they have a good experience, I'll tell you what, you know, playing in the Big Ten has some cachet, and even guys down in Dallas, they understand that. It's a good point. And uh, Kedrick, I know, um, I don't know if you heard on a previous podcast, I mentioned that Illinois this year uh, stands to have more kids from Puerto Rico than from the state of Illinois. I mean, that's how that's how wide the reach has been for recruiting under Brad Underwood. And uh, we'll see if that changes. You you mentioned uh, Corin, Cameron Corin, the 6'9", class of 22 center from Texas, and, of course, Traore. And I cut you off. You were about to talk about somebody else. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's another kid that's kind of like blowing up right now um, on everybody's radar. His name is Jay-Zian Gortman. Gortman, he's a, is a point guard, a class of 22 um, that Illinois is really, really high on. And another one that's like everywhere uh, is Dylan Mitchell. And I'm sure you guys have seen him. I mean, Illinois just recently offered him. And he is a kid. I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to go all in with him. He's a 6'9 power forward um, from out of Tampa, Florida. And I'm going to tell you, he is a huge difference maker. And I know right now Illinois is, is probably trailing um, Tennessee. But, you know, according to the coaches, they think they have a good shot with him. And kind of like what Mike mentioned, you know, this whole thing and, you know, just recruiting kids from Illinois, that's great. But it's also nice because now they've kind of, you know, they've extended – their uh their recruiting base so they can get kids from everywhere because that was the knock not being able to see kids play so Dylan's a kid that I really really like um and another one that's another local product that I don't want people to sleep on sleep on I love Jason Shoot. I think this kid is a unbelievable basketball player um I wrote a story about him today fans can watch on uh, read on lineguys.com People will tell you he is one of the best shooters to come out of the state of Illinois in years, not just one recruiting guru. You know, Joe Henderson, you know, mentioned it last week. Um, I talked to the guy, one of the owners from Illinois Prep told me that uh, Jaden Shooter is clearly the best shooter in the country, and it's going to be and wherever he goes, this kid's going to make a difference somewhere. Illinois has a really unique advantage because they were recruiting him, and as he told me yesterday, which I kind of liked, that Brad Underwood, has kind of gotten involved with him. And Coach Underwood recruits, but he's really, really careful about which kids he talks to. And But this is one that he knows, that this kid gets out. I tell you what, this kid doesn't go to Illinois. I don't want to see him in the Big Ten. Mm. Agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember seeing his his video a year ago, and I, I, I don't get wowed by videos very often, but his was one I was like, oh, my God, this kid is um, – I mean, he's unbelievable. Um, I know there are a lot of fans right now who, um, you know, we read on the on IlliniGuys.com and some of the fans are thinking Michigan State or it's Iowa or how realistic right now um, are Illinois' chances to, to keep him in state, in your opinion? He sent me mixed signals the other day when I interviewed him. I, I thought at one point in time it was going to be tough to get that visit. But then he said to me, Illinois State with him during COVID because he thinks COVID hurt him, hurt his chances or hurt his, um, his stop because Illinois didn't play high school basketball too late, but Illinois stayed true to him. And I do like the chances only because he mentioned to me and it caught me by surprise when he mentioned coach Underwood, because usually, you know, at Illinois, a lot of assistant coaches going to work. But when he mentioned coach Underwood, I, I think that gave me a sense of hope that Illinois may get a visit. 
I know he said that everybody's asking him, you know, to get a visit. And I think if he got the champagne, I think, you know, they're going to give him the red carpet treatment. And I think it's going to be hard for him to say no. Um, not that, you know, I've heard Michigan State as well. And I've also heard Iowa. Um, I know Iowa's really, really pushing him because he fits their system. But Brad is trying to also show him that if you look at the roster right now, both of you, they're loaded with shooters. This is going to be probably, if these kids pan out, the best shooting team. So that's going to be a selling point to him that now we got we got guys that can shoot and we're going to allow you to do that. Yeah, and that's seven, that seven-second offense that Underwood likes, you know, where you get down and take the open shot. Um, you get guys like him on the team and, uh, you know, Podzinski, et cetera. I mean, it is going to that, – that offense could be a nightmare for a lot of people because you think about it, especially if you get Kofi coming back. But, you know, sometimes you, you your bigs are a little tired and they don't want to run down court because, you know, somebody's going to shoot a three on you and you got to turn around and get back down court. And then one time that you dog it a little bit and there might be Kofi or Coleman Hawkins going down for a rim rattler or Omar Payne. Um, it, it's, you know, that we're constructing a team that Underwood wouldn't want to play. And I think we're going to be, we're, we're actually kind of, I look at Underwood kind of like creating Frankenstein's monster there. And we, <laughs> we get a couple pieces and uh, there's going to be a lot of village, villagers around the Big Ten with their pitchforks and their uh, torches, hoping that they can stop this team. And uh, I, I, you know, I always bet on the monster. <laughs> well, I was going to say too, and they're, they're big, you know, shoot is six, four, six, five. Goody is six, seven. He says maybe even six, eight, uh, Reggie Bass, 2022 combo guard who could be a lead guard, six, four, uh, Melendez, six, seven, Podzemski, six, five. I mean, I'm just thinking about what if you put Podzemski and, and shoot at the two and the three at any given point or the three of the two, whatever, but those two shooting. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, a couple more questions before we, we've got to wrap up. Um, we have not discussed uh, transfers right now. Um, Guerrier, we kind of expected would go to Oregon. He did that earlier. Um, Trey Mitchell, somebody that two weeks ago appeared that he was on his way. He was virtually right there. Some things happened to him uh, in his personal life right now. His Assistant coach, future stepdad Bergeron wasn't hired. Uh, right now, what what are your what do you put the Mitchell recruitment in terms of Illinois? You know, it's funny you say that because I asked about him today, and Illinois sold him on it on on education. This is not your typical basketball player, and I don't want to stereotype. This kid, education matters to this kid. That he liked Illinois, he liked the style, he liked the fact that he could play with Kofi, but they sold him on Illinois being one of the top 15 public institutions in the country. He's a business major. I really think Illinois is still in the hunt. It's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, but you're right, the coaching thing, you know, the situation with his family, I think that's too bad if that comes to play out because the kid wants to be at Illinois. And he's, and Illinois knows that. I know that. You know, anybody who's followed Illinois recruiting will tell you that they put themselves in a good situation to land him. And I will tell you this, I know Coach Underwood is fighting for his services as well. Um, but he also told us two weeks ago, he is not going to hire a coach because of a kid. And at the end of the day, I have to respect that. I, I, know, I know Mike mentioned something about that earlier. 
I, I do because if you hire a coach because of a player and that kid is gone in two years, that coach is still there. And if it's not the right fit, Underwood is always about culture and fit. That may not be a good fit for him. And if, you, if you're a coach and you're trying to push a kid off on the program, I'm not a fan of that. However, having him around will be huge. Illinois is still in the mix. Um, he listed about a bunch of schools and, you know, I heard there's some new ones coming up. I know he, he narrowed some of his schools, his choices down. Um, but I, I, Illinois is going to fight. I know that they're going to fight to the end. And I know the assistant coaches and um, the one that's out recruiting and one's kind of recruiting behind the scenes, they're making him a priority. So do you, you, so your message to Illinois fans is don't, don't give up yet until an announcement's made. Yeah, because like today with Quincy, I'm going to tell you right now, that was a daytime decision. They lost that kid today. That kid did not know where he was going last night. You know, Chester Frazier is that good. I can tell you right now, that kid, if you would have asked him last night, he had no idea, no idea where he was going to go to school. And I can tell you the same thing with, with Trey Mitchell right now. Don't give up hope. Don't panic. I'm not saying that the kid's going to come, but I know for a fact he wants to be there. And when they know a kid wants to be there, it's a lot easier to sell that when a kid who doesn't want to be there. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold you to your answer here in my next question because that's not fair because recruiting's fluid. You know it is better than any of the rest of us. Um, but you also, you're the expert, and because of that knowledge, you'd be good to answer this question. Um, we understand that, that Trey Mitchell has said he wants to enroll in his school of choice in June for summer school. I mean, that's how serious he's about class, not just be on campus working out, but actually be in class because of that. He's got about, well, about 10 days, a week to 10 days to, 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 to make a choice. Um, do you feel that still sticks with that? And does, does that help Illinois in this? I think it does. And not only just that, he also talked about being on campus. So you must've heard the same thing I did. He wants to be on campus to play with his team right away. He doesn't want to be behind. He wants to come in and learn a system. That's how you can tell how smart and how intelligent this kid is. He wants to be on campus because of academics, but know who his teammates are, know who his roommates are going to be, not coming to a school late and then trying to learn a, a, a difficult offense. But Underwood's offense is not easy. It's easy for us now because we've seen it. And when he first got there, it was, it was, it was different. But now it was fluid. And so then being there with a guy like Trent Frazier, um, who's been around under Monte Williams to help them, all the younger guys and all the in incoming kids lead. So I think that will matter. And I think Illinois knows that. I know some of the kids are coming in. Illinois has like a, a they have a leash. Some of the kids are coming in June 10th, 12th through the 15th. So it's not June 1st right away. So there's a little leeway there for him, but they got to lock this up. This is one that they need, and this will be a tough one to lose because they led the entire time, and I know they don't want to be a bridesmaid again. Yeah, and I, I think he does so many things, not just on the court, but to, to your point, um, in the locker room and, and in the practice facility and in the classroom. Um, I think he's a really special young man, everything that I've been told about him and that you guys have told all of us. Uh, certainly we want him in Illinois because Illinois wants him. And so hopefully that works out. Um, before we wrap up, uh, line guy, Mike, any, uh, your final thoughts? Um, boy, we, we've got a lot of information here in a short amount of time. Well, I'm just looking at the, uh, academic calendar for this summer. 
and uh, you got the eight weeks of the semester, um, the S2, which starts uh, June 14th. So my uh, tray, uh, June 14th would be the day you, you could be starting <laughs> classes. So we're not trying to try, not trying to say anything. I'm just saying, um, and you could even do it if you really did the, the really condensed version, you could, you could go uh, July 12th through August 5th. That's a very hard schedule, but that's still out there. So that's just another coincidence that I'm bringing that up. Um, I, I will tell you one thing, um, Coach Underwood, you know, tends to look in the long, the long frame and make the decisions that are good over time. I think you'll see that um, he's not going to give up on any recruit. Doesn't mean he's going to win them all, but it means he's going to go after them to the best of his ability. The other thing is, is there will be people who get word from the NBA that uh, while they, the NBA appreciates their interest, um, you're not going to be a first round draft pick. You may not be a second round draft pick. And so there are going to be some people who hit the, um, uh, the transfer portal probably around July 7th ish. So I know it's hard for Illini fans to be patient, but you need to be patient because this team knows what they need. Um, they know the roster spots that they want to fill and something tells me that they're going to work hard to do that. And, you know, we talked about this on a previous podcast. Chester Frazier is the type of guy that you don't bet against uh, <laughs> because he finds a way. And I don't see where he's 35 years old. He's, he's had this behavior locked in since he was a kid. I just don't see it changing right now. So let's give him a chance to get his feet on the ground and get used to where he's at again. Uh, we'll probably have a couple more coaches hired to help him out. And then let's see what they can do together. Because something tells me that by the time uh, the roster is all set, he and his two fellow coaches will have made a difference. And I know it's not easy to wait, but uh, let's give these guys a chance to earn their money. Yeah, I'm with that. And one thing I mentioned on the board earlier, you know, Brad Sturdy, our, uh, our Illini insider, uh, one of our gurus, along with Kedrick, said early on in early April, this is a roster that probably won't be set until early August. There's been nothing that, that changes that. Um, you know, to your point, we're not going to know about Kofi another six weeks. Uh, Kedrick, you get the final word, your final thoughts. Yeah, I'm glad you, you gave me a final thoughts. I, I, I want the fans to remember this kid as well. AJ Stroh committed, and then he decommitted recently. I want to tell you today, I had a very good conversation with, with his uh, people today. He wants to be at Illinois, and his mom wants him to be at Illinois. Um, they're going to have to work to get him back, but I'm going to tell you, they want to be here. So, uh, be at Illinois, excuse me. So, don't count this kid out. I mean, I know people are just saying, okay, he decommitted and we're done with him. Don't do that because it's hard to find kids who grew up wanting to be an, an Illini. He's one of them. So, keep your eye out what goes on with him. I know I, he got an offer from DePaul today. And I know Oklahoma's offered him one. So Illinois is still in the hunt for him, and they still talk daily. So don't count him out. Well said. And I'm glad you said that. He was somebody we had, had not gotten to. And I think you're right. We, he's almost become very quickly, in a matter of days, kind of the forgotten guy. But we, we shouldn't do that. I think on the board we still have him listed as warm, conditioned warm, very interested, 
um, maybe soon back up to hot or back up to a commitment uh, this summer at some point. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Uh, we have so much more to talk about, but unfortunately we're out of time for the moment, but we appreciate everyone listening. Just a reminder, alaniguys.com, once again, uh, one of the newest websites out there. We are growing so fast. We literally have had to upgrade our server three times in the four months we've been around. And that's a testament to all of you um, who come on and listen to our podcast and uh, take part our message boards. And uh, we're thrilled with our Illini Guys community. By the way, if you sign up uh, now by the end of the month, you get a chance for a set of four free tickets to see the Cubs and Cardinals at Wrigley Field behind home plate. Trust us, these are primo seats. Uh, and so it's just a little perk. We like to do contests and have fun. So it's a little perk there. And uh, another surprise coming out in the next 48 hours, but I can't mention it here. You got to go on the board and see it because it's not out yet. And this is going to release before we put that out there. So it's just a little tease. You got to come on the board and see that's about something very, very, very unique that you don't see very often. You're going to see in IlliniGuys.com here in the next uh, couple of days. All and right. Larry, yes, one, before you jump in, we are going to have a uh, really, really good Illini legend who will be on one of the next one or two oh. um, Eye on the Illini. So uh, let's just say 80s basketball. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, I, I know you were talking to somebody. I know if it's, I don't know. I don't know if that's the guy, but I can't wait to find out. So, okay. We, we got to run for Illini guy, Mike for Illini guy, Kedrick, our director of recruiting for Illini guys.com. Illini guys, Larry, come check us out. Illini guys.com. Don't forget if you are in Champaign or in Chicago, halfway across the country, halfway around the world, doesn't matter. We've got you covered at guys.com till next time. We'll see you. This is I on the Illini. I and I, I L L, I and I. Yeah, I, I, I want, I want to see if you're paying attention. There you I go. I was paying attention. <laughs> All right. <laughs>